We bike. We bike. We bike. We bike. What's good, y'all? We are back with another episode of Thompson and Stuff. We bike. We bike. I know after like three weeks, but we, okay, okay, let me stop like a month. It's been a month, but we bike. We bike. For show. What's up, y'all? Um, we're back with another episode of Thompson and Stuff. So, as I was preparing for this episode, of course, we bike. Um, we realized that we are almost close to the end of season two. Now, I know some of you guys listen and be like, well, damn, we had seasons? Yeah. So, my first full year was season one. This is season two, and... Uh, we almost there. So we probably got like two or three more episodes left in the year. So I don't want to waste any more time. So let's celebrate the good news. We bike. We bike. We bike. <laughs> we back. We back. We back with a fresh episode. So a lot of y'all probably wondering, damn, bitch, you went on vacation? Yes, I did. So I went on a physical vacation and then I went on a kind of a break um, from podcasting. I did a lot of writing. Um, I have two new books uh, pre-typed out. So uh, we have, I have two new projects um, on hold. Very excited about that. Um, But I took a real vacation. Um, It was my best friend's birthday and we went to Mexico. And um, it was my first time going out of the country. Of course, um, I'd never been out the country before. So (laughs) I thought it was just going to be like a really hard protocol. You know, it's like they probably had to like pat you down and all that weird stuff. But no, uh, going through customs, uh, coming from and going to was pretty smooth. Um, So yeah, I went to Mexico. And uh, what part of Mexico did I go to? I went to Cabo San Lucas. And Cabo was beautiful. I want to shout out to Sandoz Finstiera, uh, that resort. It's all-inclusive. I do recommend that one as well. Food was good, um, but the only thing I didn't really like was that the, the portions. <laughs> like, they gave you small portions, but then I had to, like, keep reminding myself, I'm not at home. This is a different country. They probably do things a little different when it comes to the portions. So I enjoyed that. Went to the club almost every night. It was a true vacation. I didn't do any writing. I didn't do any like, you know, podcast planning. It was a vacation and that's how it should be treated as. Um, I did a little reading, did a lot of relaxing and um, I'm back. I'm ready to work. I'm ready to get another podcast out to you guys. As I always do every episode in the beginning, I thank y'all so much for your support. Um, As I was gone, I did watch the numbers go up. So thank y'all so much for listening. Thank y'all for your support. I do have another um, surprise for you guys. A surprise. I don't want to announce it. Um, I know last time we talked, I mentioned Twitch. Um, I should not have announced that because I'm still doing research on that. But I am working on something else for you guys, for my fans, um, something that has to do with music. I want you guys, I want to share my, my music taste with you guys. Um, you know, as everyone knows, I love music. I had an outstanding music collection until I was like 25. And then I sold all my CDs for two reasons. One, um, I needed some money (laughs) and two, I didn't have a CD player. So it was like, if I don't have a CD player, why do I have all these CDs? So, but um, thank God for Apple Music and this new project, um, which is coming out. I'm hoping to start my first day of it next week. So be on the lookout uh, on my social media. I would love for you guys to be a part of it. It's fan friendly, so you guys can be a part of it. So look out on my Instagram for that. But when I was gone, so much crazy stuff has happened. I have it all j- jotted down right here next to me. So 
forgive me if I didn't get to everything I wanted to talk about. Um, of course, there's always next time, right? But we got two more episodes left in the year. So let's get started on this podcast. We got so much to catch up on, okay? All right. And of course, since, you know, we bike, we bike on the podcast. I hate to start off with breaking up, you know? I hate couples breaking up, but then again, we always hear we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Um, so since the last podcast, we had a lot of divorce filings. So I want to start with the biggest, well, I mean, it was one of the biggest ones at the time, Tom Brady and Giselle. Now, um, they always say the reports, there are reports that Tom did this, there are reports that Giselle did that, but you know, I would, I, I think they're going to go for it. (laughs) They're going to go for it. Um, so let's start here. So Tom Brady, we're going to stop at the top of the food chain, right? Tom Brady, Tom Brady is 45 years old, right? 45, five years away from 50. So Tom Brady plays for the NFL. No shit. Now, The NFL, when you play football, everybody knows that it is a tough sport. You're tackling people. You know, you mess up your head, you mess up your shoulders, knees, toes, all that stuff. So Tom Brady goes from New England Patriots to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Right. But let's also add in this factor. Tom Brady got wife and kids at home, right? And when you're an NFL player, I mean, I don't know for sure. I never dated an NFL player. But I would assume when you're an NFL player, during the football season, you're busy traveling. You're always on the road. You're doing this and that. You're never home. So I understand the the frustration that Giselle has. You know, it's, hey, Tom, you're never home. Let's do this. You know, come home, be home, be present. She's asking just him be present. So let's rewind to over the summer. All right. Tom Brady announces, I'm retiring. Cool. Cool. He could be home with Giselle and the children and all that stuff. Cool. So about a month or so go by. And then Tom announces, I'm unretiring. I know somewhere Giselle was hot. She was hot because she's going to have to be technically a single parent. You know, Tom is out with the Buccaneers doing all this stuff. So then she, then months, some time goes past. I don't know how long. It was probably a couple months or so. I can't remember because the world is just spinning right now. All this stuff going on. I can't keep up an accurate time. But I do know some time passed between him saying he's unretiring and her just everything's spinning out of control for them. So now, how do we know that things are spinning out of control? Rumors started coming out. Giselle was mad. Giselle got is uh, not living with Tom anymore. Giselle's in Miami, Tom's in Tampa Bay, which um, someone did tell me that's like, uh, that's a drive. That's pretty much a ride. And then... Daily Mail got pictures of Giselle leaving her lawyer's office. (laughs) Daily Mail is saying that they got their lawyers. They retained. And when you got your lawyer retained, he retained, okay? Retained. And um, they, I think they are going to, they're going to go through with it. I I don't want to be negative, you know. I'm in a relationship myself, but I don't want to be negative towards anyone else's. But if your partner is begging you to be home, be present, with the, especially for the kids, and you just kind of like disregard what she wants, it's kind of messed up. So today, 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 I'm flipping through Facebook. And Facebook is... One of the few places I get my news from. Um, I don't watch entertainment news anymore. I mean, of course, as you guys hear, uh, E! is bringing back E! News, 
with some guy and Adrian Bailon, which, okay, that's great, but I don't even have E at my house, so whatever. Um, I mean, not, <laughs> not whatever, but it's like, I don't really, you know, yeah, I kind of outgrew E. I don't even watch anything on E anymore, so. But back to Giselle and Tom. So I read an article on Facebook. It was from People, not E, that Tom has said, Retirement is not in my future. And the first thing that slipped through my mind was, oh, okay, Tom, kiss your wife and kids. Well, not, not your kids. Kiss your wife goodbye. Because she asked you to stay home and do all this stuff. And now you sitting here saying, well, I'm not retiring. And you five years away from being 50 years old. Come on now. I mean, Shaq played basketball until he's 40. <laughs> so... Tom just basically turned his back on Giselle and that's messed up. And um I you know they I don't you know Tom Brady and Giselle they got money, right? Not pocket watch, I'm just saying. They got money. Giselle was a Victoria's Secret model. Tom Brady got his football contract and whatever else he got going on. So I don't I don't, I think it's going to be a big divorce, but it's not going to be messy. It's not going to be messy. I don't think so. They'll, they'll have it quiet, but it'll just be messy for the media. Just like, um, I don't know who had a messy divorce and was not quiet. I don't want to say Brad and Angelina because they show was showing their tails when they got a divorce and they still are showing their tails, even though they've been divorced since I was in college. They saying, uh, Brad did this. Angelina used my property without my permission. Just all this crazy stuff, you know? So we're going to see how this Tom and Giselle thing turn out. You know, it could go two ways. You know, they'll have their divorce or whatever. But, you know, in a fantasy world, maybe Tom and Giselle can just work it out where Tom can just go home and retire and realize how old he is. He's 45 years old. Probably is going to turn 46 this year. I don't know. But he's 45 years old, you know, and when you work a certain uh business or well, if you play a certain sport I should say your body gonna start breaking down and Tom's been playing uh, football since what high school and high school was like probably <laughs> 30 years ago so yeah um best of luck to them I can't say prayers and thoughts because that's weird but um best of luck I hope y'all make the right decision and uh keep it quiet keep it cute keep it mute all right um, the next divorce that came up while we were gone was Tia Mari and Corey Hardick. Now, this one, I'm kind of surprised until I saw that video. But then I kind of had thoughts on that video, too. So every time I saw Tia Mari Hardick, or now Tia Mari, I guess she dropped her last name, um, they seemed happy. But like the old saying goes, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And I saw that video of them um, when they were on some own show. I think it was Real Love where they had like all that celebrity, the, the celebrity black couples. And, you know, he kind of, I don't want to say checked her, but he did say, hey, I'm talking. And she did say, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I guess the, the public kind of took that as it kind of goes both ways because sometimes when you're with your partner and they're talking and then you, you do have like this unrealizing habit of, you know, interrupting them. But we, again, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So they probably had a big fight or something. I don't know. But um, that divorce, I honestly think that would be a quiet and I don't want to say cute because divorces aren't cute, but it will be quiet and amicable divorce. I mean, now I see them on TMZ and they speak so highly of each other. Um, and a small reason I do think they're doing that is because of the children. You know, these kids nowadays, they know how to wear iPads and tablets and stuff. All they can do is type in their parents' names and they can see whatever they're doing, especially Corey Hardick, who's on... Um, He's on uh, uh, The Shy. I just finished The Shy, too. I'm all caught up. Um, Corey Hardick's on The Shy. And then Tia Mari, she's got all these, like, cooking shows and stuff. So she's, 
And she's been famous since she was 12 years old. So let's keep that in mind. So I think that divorce will be quiet and amicable and not so messy. Um, another divorce that came up was Miguel and his uh, his longtime girlfriend. I don't know how to say her name, but she's very pretty, though. Uh, they used to have a show on E! called um, uh, Rapper Wives and Girlfriends because I remember it was her. It was Miss Jackson who was dating Nelly at the time. Neo's wife, Crystal, who also filed for divorce um, because she says that he had a baby on her and all that stuff. Which I have a hard time understanding, but then again, it's Neo, and he has a lot of money. So, I mean, hey, he probably did. I don't know. But um, Crystal, Miss Jackson, I think her name is Nazan. Naz? They call her Nas, so that's all I can say. Um, Lola Monroe, who I think had a baby with the... Please, I could be very wrong. I think it was Kidding or some other woman. Basically, it was Rapper Wives and Girlfriends. That show lasted two seasons, but unfortunately, it got canceled. So uh, she was on there. Um, that one kind of died away. I, I guess they're still filing for divorce. Crystal Smith, uh, who was who is going to be the ex-wife of Neo, she's been doing interviews because that's how we found out that you know Neo was having a baby on her and all that stuff. And the last divorce that I am aware of is Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill. And for that reason, they just simply said, we grew apart, which kind of sucks. They did have a beautiful wedding. It was on the show and everything, but they grew apart. Um, that's what happens when you kind of uproot your life that you had in one city for so many years. You move in with this guy and then... Y'all kind of got shut in during the pandemic, so, yeah. But I hope it all works out for them, you know? hope it all works out for them. Um, Y'all want to get into some Kanye West? Because this was a lot. Now, we say train wreck. We say train wreck. Train wreck. But this right here is a true train wreck, okay? So... Kanye West, where does this story start? Because this story has been going on, I think, since uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people, but it has got to the worst over the years. But this has reached a new peak. Okay, so it's to me, I think it started with the White Lives Matter t-shirt. We obviously know what's wrong with this, okay? Kanye West is a black man. You know, I I remember when Kanye first came out. Because if you told uh, seven, eight, nine-year-old me that this was going to happen 20 years later, I wouldn't believe it. Kanye West is from Chicago. He frequented the same stores I do now. And I always looked at Kanye West as like this black superhero in music when I was a kid. Let's get that straight, Okay. But now he's opening up this weird school. He's wearing these weird White Lives Matter t-shirt and kind of, to me, that's kind of denouncing and a slap to the face of Black Lives Matter. Kanye West is a black man. He is from 70 something His mother's house was on that side of town. Kanye West went to Polaris High School in Oak Lawn which has a black population. And he's from Chicago, worked with the most powerful, met the most powerful black people in this world. Now he's gonna wear this shirt. It's getting worse and I'm starting not to think it's a troll. He's just getting worse in general. Um, his style of everything is getting worse. The way he talks about, and you guys know, I'm not really a big Kardashian follower anymore. But you're bashing your ex-wife's um, your family in the media. You're going on interviews saying, my daughter Chicago is going to be a problem. Are you sure? Maybe that little girl is an angel at home. And you're just trying to, you're picking on her in a way. And it's sickening. So, 
Kanye West wore that White Lives Matter t-shirt. He had um, Candace Owens involved in all of this, which is so weird. And she's weird as well. And then um, he went on Drink Champs. He went on Drink Champs. Now, I saw the clip of when he was talking to Nori. And in my opinion, because this is my podcast, is my opinion. Nori started the compliment right. He did. He started the compliment right. I thought he was, I mean, Nori was drunk too, so I couldn't follow. Like, it was going a straight line, and once Nori hit where I needed him to hit, it just started scribbling. The way it was presented. Now, Nori is going on Hot 97 in the Breakfast Club, and he's claiming... I told him you shouldn't say that. I told him you should not have said that. Um, but it was edited out. That, if that's the case, it should not have been edited out. Okay? It should not have been edited out. It's a big mess, pretty much. It's it's a big mess, and... Everyone is mad at Kanye, and Kanye's just getting worse. Um, you know, I there's this one guy I follow on TikTok, and Kanye was walking down the street. He looked so dead in the face. I mean, he wasn't dead, but he was like, he looked, he he looked gone. Like he he looked like he was having an episode. You know, he looked like he was having a schizophrenic episode. And sometimes when you have schizophrenic episode, you're not there mentally. And um, it's a big mess. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say about this because you go on a black man's platform. Oh, oh, let's also say this. You go on Break Drink Champs on Revolt TV. Revolt TV, you talk bad about Puffy. Who owns Revolt TV? So you're going to disrespect the man on his own platform. What is wrong with you? You, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not getting Kanye right now and I'm not happy about Kanye. They tried to help, the Kardashians tried to help him. I think Kanye needs to go away for a minute. He needs to go away to get some mental help. Then after he gets his mental help, he needs to sit and think about all the damage he has done. He has damaged his reputation. He has damaged Noriega's reputation. And... I don't, I know I'm all over the place about it because I'm trying to put the pieces together. I don't, I haven't watched that interview. Um, I haven't listened to the full audio podcast and I, I have no intention to because it's not making sense to me. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, remember when he ran for president and what was his association party, birthday party? That's how I know. That's how I know his mind is gone. And like something like this would be normally funny. But it's not funny to me. It's not funny to me. Go on. You disrespect Puff on his platform. You disrespect Meek Mill. Because like, I don't know why he pulled Meek Mill out the hat. But I, in my opinion, he's picking on him. So, um, And you know, you things have to be bad when your bank drops you. Dude, J.P. Ch- uh, Chase, which is Chase in, in basic terms, dropped Kanye. So where's all his money going to go? Where's the where's money going to go? What what bank is going to accept him? What credit union is going to accept him, you know? And, you know, I also read on TMZ that Kanye has, is, like, he's, he's living like a, a rich nomad right now. Like, he doesn't have a, a stable house. He lives out of the, that backpack and lives in hotel rooms and stuff. So, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's all over the place. And, again, train wreck. It's a big train wreck. And... At this point, we are beyond let's pray for Kanye. Um, Kanye really needs help. Help with a capital H, ladies and gentlemen. Help. Okay. Unfortunately, I have to move on from Kanye West to a list of rest in pieces. Um, lost some very powerful people in this world. 
I want to start with rest in peace to Angela Lansbury. Um, if you guys grew up like I did, Murder, She Wrote was always watched in my house growing up. Um, very smart woman. Uh, the show was pretty interesting the older I got to watch. She lived to be 96 years old, so she lived a full life. Um, may God be comfort to her friends and her family and her loved ones. And um, there's a weird story that came out and said that she had to um, get her daughter away from like the Manson cult. It's just like weird stories like that come out after a person dies. But um, may she rest in peace. You know, I don't know a lot about her, but Murder, She Wrote was always on TV. So rest in peace to her. The next person I'm going to say rest in peace to. Uh, he passed. They both, there. Uh, everybody on this list actually passed away some time ago. So... Um, they're probably long gone, buried and everything. Um, this one pretty shocked me to the hip hop community. Coolio, Coolio passed away. And the story with that, um, he was 59 years old, 59 years old. He's, uh, he was at a friend's house in Los Angeles. Coolio lived in Vegas. I, I didn't know he lived in Vegas. I thought he still lived in LA, but he lived in Vegas. He was in LA visiting his friend's house. And unfortunately he went to the bathroom and he had a heart attack there. Um, he was 59 years old. He had like probably like 10 kids, uh, probably 10 kids. And he had his girlfriend left behind. Um, they did a really sweet thing um, that I think now might be a trend because I heard Chris uh, Jenner was going to do it with her kids. Um, he was cremated and they put it in jewelry. So the family can wear him on their bodies at all times big loss to the hip-hop community um i started listening to that song see you when you get there i added the song onto my apple playlist like at before he passed away but after he passed away that song just you know warms it warms my heart i that's why they say music's comfort mute songs like that i see you when you get there when you ever get there. It's a beautiful song. You guys should listen to it sometime. Um, Jesse Powell. Rest in peace to Jesse Powell. He was 51 years old. Um, if you're about my age and possibly a little older, you remember the song You. Um, when I first heard that song, I was probably a teenager. Well, let me not see this. The song came out in 99, right? I That was the era of the box, and then the box turned into MTV2 and all that stuff. And um, it probably did come on the box, just didn't pay attention. But then I heard the song again when I was 18, and I thought it was Tony Braxton. <laughs> like a lot of people did. But I actually fell in love with the song. It was Jesse Powell. He had another hit song, but honestly, that song did not trump popularity like you did because people play it at weddings um you know couple dances all that stuff it's a beautiful song and jesse powell was 51 years old now how he passed away was not revealed and um that's okay because you know not everything needs to be um to the public but i did see clips of his memorial service his family wearing all white releasing balloons in his his honor. Um, PNB Rock, rest in peace to that gentleman. Um, he was murdered at uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. He was murdered at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Um, he was in his 30s, early 30s. Um, and this one went on for weeks because a lot of people on the internet was blaming his girlfriend because she put his local their location. They were dining at a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, not the one that's always like celebrities and stuff go to in the heart of Hollywood. They went to the one south of Pico or Rodeo Drive or somewhere in the hood. Um, so I think they I, everyone does owe that young lady an apology. She has been living under such duress, stress. Um and it, I heard somewhere that they were, it was people from the streets just, you know, kind of stalking them. And once they found out where they were and it was street stuff, basically, I don't want to confuse myself or you, but it was street stuff. And the young lady like had nothing to do with it. So, 
And lastly, Queen Elizabeth passed away. Um, now, this one was a big mess, honestly. This was like on some Kingdom Come movie funeral drama mess, okay? Uh, first of all, they said that um, Harry couldn't do things, wear his uniform. He had to stand somewhere because he's not a working royal and all that stuff. Listen, it's Queen Elizabeth. She should have put in her will that I want a normal funeral. Don't put people to the side. Don't exclude people. But then again, mm, that family is a little... <laughs> um, Y'all remember when Megan went on TV and was like, um, there was concern about Archie's skin color and all that stuff. Now... The way Megan described her relationship with Queen Elizabeth, I honestly think it wasn't Queen Elizabeth. It was that son of hers, Prince King Charles now, I guess they call him that. So yeah, they were like in the background and then the funeral was like eight weeks long. Now I didn't see the funeral. I was in Mexico. I did have access to TV, but time difference, like I was on Pacific time and you know, when things happen in Europe, you know, they do it early in the morning. Like, y'all remember when Meghan and Harry got married? Everybody watched that wedding? I remember it because it was a Saturday and I woke up early to watch it. When, um, what's what's the, the older brother and his wife? Middleton and, um, not Harry, um, William. When William and Kate Middleton got married, oh, I remember my mama was mad. Because <laughs> they got married on a Friday. And, again, time difference between America and the United Kingdom. So, the United Kingdom was, like, early, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. A lot of people do get married at 11 o'clock in the morning. It's normal, especially here. But it's different when it's 11 o'clock over there. It's 6 to 7 o'clock in the morning. Over here, it's a Friday. People got to go to work. So, I didn't watch it. Um, but, you know, it was it was a long time, morning time. Basically, the United Kingdom was shut down. I heard people couldn't go to the bank. People weren't getting mail. Nobody could go anywhere. It was, I mean, wow. I mean, because here, if like a big political figure passes away, you know, you get about a week of coverage. And then they have your funeral live on TV, CNN, HLN, MSNBC, Fox News, all that stuff. Then they take you to Arlington and they put you in the ground and that's it. But with Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> that was a long time, a long time. But um, rest in peace to her. So now uh, King Charles has taken over. Ooh, sorry about that. King Charles has taken over. Um, he's having a coronation. I don't know what that means. But he's having that next year. And then Camilla's going to be queen concert. So she's not really going to be queen. I guess. So that's how that goes. But uh, we'll see how that works out. We'll see how that works out. And speaking of the royal family, um, I was reading some news reports that they're not letting Meghan and Harry move into the Hope Ranch community out in Montecito, California. So if you guys don't know, um, Harry and Meghan sold that beautiful $15 million house they had because they said it was not enough space. You know, that's some rich people shit right there. So now they're not letting them move into the Hope Ranch community, which is in Montecito. Now, in California, you know, that's where most celebrities live. They're having an exodus. It starts with, it started with the California exodus where the celebrities were moving out of California, right? So Mark Wahlberg, he moved to Vegas. Um... Some of these celebrities, it was one celebrity moved to Atlanta with his family. Um, they move celebrities moving to Texas and New York and all that stuff. So that's the California exodus. But let's not forget that there's also a Los Angeles exodus going on. And it's people going from LA to Montecito or Palm Springs or all this stuff. And honestly, I think two reasons why they aren't like you know letting them move into there in my opinion one it's prejudice i didn't say racism i said prejudice because it's harry and megan and 
you know, they make a lot of noise in the media. They probably didn't want that in their community. And also, pocket watching. Now, when Harry and Meghan left the United Kingdom, we all know, went from United Kingdom, they went to Canada, then they went to Canada, and they came to California. Well, I heard that they cut Harry off. So these two had to go get jobs. So they had like this, they're, they're having like this big Netflix, uh, comer- uh, not a commercial, a documentary coming out. Uh, we all know Harry's got, had done some things like Apple TV and Megan, of course, is doing her podcast. So let them people in the, the darn community, if they want to buy a house and they could like pay in cash, like let them, y'all weird. <laughs> Montecino is a whole weird place. I mean, it's in Santa Barbara. And Santa Barbara is low key racing. Like, cause remember when Michael Jackson was living up there? Well, he didn't live. He lived in um San Luis Obispo. That's where Neverland was. And Michael Jackson did openly say like San Luis Obispo was kind of racist. And he's a black man. He owns property with like a thousand acres. So I don't know what to think of all this. I don't know what to say. But let them move in there, please, because they got money. They work. I think they buy houses like us. You know, you got to show your income and all that stuff. So let them let them move in the damn neighborhood. Jesus. Picking on people. And you know what's messed up? The media makes it seem like they're such horrible people. Now, yeah, y'all see the, what the media does to Megan because she's half black. But let's not forget they pick on her husband too. Because, you know, they always label him as like an outcast. Because they've seen pictures of him when he was younger, partying and stuff. I mean, he was young. Like, everybody partied when they were young. I partied when I was young. I was in the clubs. I mean, I'm still in the clubs, but I don't go as much. I was out with boyfriends and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah we were young. Okay, so my point is, let that man buy a house there. And I, I, at the same time, I don't understand. That that nice that house is pretty nice, though. But then if you, I understand if you don't have enough room because they got the little kids and all that stuff, so... Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Netflix is releasing a cheaper tier. And at the end of the day, Netflix is trying to turn into 2B TV. But it will be like at least four to six ninety-nine a month um, with ads. I cannot imagine watching Blink Empire or Selling Sunset and then ad coming up, stop, <laughs> and it's like a five-second commercial on some product that is related to something or not related to you or whatever. I am split between this decision because one, it is great that they're doing this because some people cannot afford that $15 a month because Netflix, it it seems like Netflix is going up every year or every six months. So this is great for people who enjoy Netflix and they're trying to get their customers back, whatever. But I, I just see it turning into these, like, free, like, apps. Like, if you have a Roku, if you have, like, a, a Fire Stick, you'll watch, like, Crackle or Freebie. And they're trying to go to that that format. And sometimes people do kind of get annoyed with that format where you're watching something really good and then an ad comes up. So your high kind of gets blue that way, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about blue high, but, you know. Um, did anybody see those Blink-182 tickets? Um, Blink-182 is supposed to come to Chicago probably in, like, November or something of next year. And I saw those tickets. If you want to sit all the way towards the back, guess how much those tickets cost? It's cheaper to fill up a diesel truck than to get tickets to the Blink-182 concert. $900. $900. I've seen $1,000. I've seen $800. It's Blink-182. Now, everybody who grew up listening to Blink-182, including myself, <laughs> we are not paying $800 to go see Travis and them. Travis Mark and them, okay? So I don't understand why. Why those tickets are high as hell. You know what they should do? They should have a stream concert. And they should charge $14.99. They could make money that way too. People can still come out to the concerts and stuff. But they can stream it too and make $14.99. I 
I don't, I don't wouldn't say free because you wouldn't get paid off of that. So $14.99, stream the concert, enjoy yourself from your living room, but not pay $900. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, no, no. Uh, speaking of music, Silk Sonic is not considered for a Grammy. I'm not sure which, um, which section or, or category it's for, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was for new artists, um, because of course, Anderson Pac's not a new artist, neither is, uh, Bruno Mars, but they withdrew it. I don't know why. I guess, I don't want to say I guess and then say something and then be like, people probably be like, no, it's not. But they basically withdrew themselves from the Grammy. Um, I haven't heard the full album. I do love that they redid the cut for Love Train. And if anybody doesn't know, that's the third cover I heard in my life. So we have the original uh, cover by Confunction. Then in 1996, 1997, we had Drew Hill. And then 2021, 2022, we have Silk Sonic. So, I mean, that, that record should be getting, um, that record should be, in, like, nominated for a Grammy. Because they killed it. Like, oh, my God. I love that song. So, they killed it. I mean, Bruno killed it with the notes. It was awesome. So, I mean, the album, sure, it was raw. But Love Train should have stayed there. <laughs> they have it as an EP or something. I don't know. Um, Jermaine Dupree versus Usher versus, no, Jermaine Dupree versus Diddy versus, I'm thinking of Usher, I don't know why. Oh, when I wrote this down, I was thinking about the Usher JD's vegan ice cream, which ladies and gentlemen, I am so happy to announce that I can buy it. I just choose not to yet. Um, you can buy JD's vegan on walmart.com. So you have to have it shipped to your house. But the downside of that is that you have to buy the four pack and it's $30. And I honestly, I already got like the Colin Kaepernick ice cream in my freezer. I'm not trying to overdo it. Okay. So <laughs> it's on walmart.com. If you want to pay $30, give like, keep two for yourself, give two away or keep one for yourself, give three away, do what you want. But I suggest y'all hurry up and get it because it might be sold out again. Just saying. But Jermaine Dupree versus Diddy versus... And I think I, it's something I truly want to see. This is truly my childhood, okay? Diddy ran the 90s from 94 to 99. I mean, he still runs the music business, but whatever. And then you had Jermaine Dupri with Escape, 1993. All the way up until his reign went a little longer, in my opinion. His reign went from 93 with Escape. Let's go all the way down to 2005, 2006. And like I said on this podcast before, Jermaine Dupree is a part of the snap era of music. He is. You remember Dim Franchise Boys? I think he did work with Default. I'm not too sure. But mostly Dim Franchise Boys, Bow Wow, all that stuff. So who do I think win in this versus? They're both so good. They're both so good. And now they're coming out with great music today in 2022. So if you guys don't know, Diddy put out Gotta Move On with Bryson Tiller, which is an amazing song. But then he put out the remix, which is also amazing. And then... Jermaine Dupree did not put out solo music, but he discovered Division. So if you guys don't know the song, if I get caught cheating, that don't mean. And that's heavily rotated playing in my car. And I ain't even cheating. <laughs> that song is so good. And he's playing all this new stuff um, on his in his car, on his Instagram. So both of these gentlemen, they still are reigning in 2022 despite music changing like we're, we don't do snap anymore from 16 years ago and they're not in that mind frame anymore so so i i don't know who's gonna win honestly but i'm so there for all the hits all the fun the stories that they're gonna tell i'm there for it 
Oh, what else is going on? Did anybody see the Barney documentary? No. I mean, when I was a baby, I was obsessed with Barney. So I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know, but I, I could say I'm not surprised that there's a documentary of a dark side of a TV show. There's always one for every childhood, like child TV show. I should say that. <laughs> so they have a Barney documentary that shows the dark side. Um, I haven't seen it, the full documentary yet, but I have seen parts, especially the little kid, Michael or something. I remember him saying after Barney, the streets were calling. I'm, I am really intrigued to try that because how the heck do you go from Barney to being in the streets? Like, oh, I mean, I, I got to get freaking, it's on Peacock and it's on the Peacock you got to pay for. So uh, it's $4.99 a month. So don't be cheap and help assist out because I'm not paying for another streaming site. Just saying. Um, more people are selling their catalogs. Um, so rumor has it Future sold his catalog. I don't know why. Like I, I probably said this before on this podcast. When you sell your catalog, it's time to hang it up. It's time to retire. Future, I don't know why he he's selling his catalog. It's not time for him to hang it up. It's not time for him to retire. Future's only been out in my opinion, what, 10 years? Because y'all got to remember that song, Racks on Racks with YC. Like, where's YC? We know where Future is. Where's YC now? You know? <laughs> That's what I wonder. So, yeah, Future sold his catalog. I don't know what people are going to do with Dirty Sprite. I don't know how the publishing is going to work. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, but the two other people on my list that sold their catalog is, of course, Phil Collins and the group Genesis, which are older. Um, Phil Collins is in his 70s, and I, if you've seen him recently, like pictures of him, he's older. He's an older man. He was probably ready to sit down and retire and be like Tina Turner, just live his the rest of the years he has on this earth with his family, private, and things like that. Um, something else is going on. Trevor Noah is leaving The Tonight Show. Um, I've never seen an episode of The Tonight Show, but I know that Trevor always held it down. Um, he's probably busy with his comedy career and wants to focus more on that. Probably wants to do movies. And people are saying Roy Wood Jr. should take over. And I was actually talking to my brother about this the other day. And you know what? I totally agree. I like Roy Wood Jr. I like his stand-up. He's very funny on Instagram. He would be a perfect perfect replacement um, for that. But then, you know, Roy might get bigger, and he might have to leave, and then who's going to take over next, you know? I will never know. We'll never know. But Roy, Roy should definitely step into that and see where it goes. So, yeah. I uh, want to send a uh, a prayer and a, uh, my thoughts to um, Katie Couric. Uh, if you guys know, she used to host the, t- the Today Show, or she still does. I'm not sure, but this story did kind of touch me. Um, Katie Couric was diagnosed with breast cancer. And um, the reason why I'm so sensitive to this is because um, Katie Couric has daughters, And unfortunately, she lost her husband to cancer. Um, I also send my prayers to her daughters as well. Uh, My mom was diagnosed with cancer when I was 24. So back in 2019, 2018. So I know what it's like to um, watch your mom kind of go through that and have to have surgeries and do radiation and all that stuff. Um... So I, I, I send my prayer out to that whole family. I pray it was also early detection. And um, if it's early detection, all they have to do is, um, and I'm not trying to sound insensitive or like I know, um, they early detection is the best detection, they always say. And they go in and they take the lump out and all that stuff. So um, God bless Katie Curry. God bless the family. And I, I wish her a speedy recovery as well. And I didn't want to say too much on that because um, cancer, breast cancer is a heavy 
heavy subject, especially for me. Um, as I stated before, um, my mom had it. Um, my grandmother had it. Both are survivors. I, I have both of them here, thank God. Um, but unfortunately, I lost my dad's mother, my other grandmother to it. And um, I'm not in a place right now to really fully go into it, but I, I send my prayer to them. It's going to be a long road, but recovery and everything just, you know, I send my prayer out to them. And I just wanted to say that. Um, also, I wanted to go into the Aries Spears and Tiffany Haddish lawsuit. And, um, well, I, I will start with the end of this because it was some time ago. It was dismissed. But... The images I saw of that video that they did was kind of cringeworthy. Basically, Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish, who are big in in their own right. Tiffany Haddish did a lot of big movies, all that stuff. Aerie Spears, who is a big comedian, um, did Mad TV, has a couple Showtime specials. Look at me, Hollywood, I'm smiling, all that. They did this video. And from the quality of it, it, it looked like it came out like 10 years ago. And um, it was basically about a perverted uncle. Okay. And some of the actions in it was very uneasy. It could make one feel very uneasy in the spirit. And um, I, I, I think that they, it had a lot of the consequences and repercussions. Um, Tiffany Haddish went on uh, an interview or something. I read a report that she lost everything because of it. Um, Aerie Spears, and I don't know, oddly enough, the world's already mad at Aerie Spears. So <laughs> it just made them more mad at Aerie Spears. But there was a lawsuit involved. It was dismissed. But I I cannot say if Aries and Tiffany are going to recover from this because it was just so cringy. And I hope that that video just <laughs> it never sees the light of day ever again. I hope no one screenshotted it. No one posted it to the internet. None of that stuff. So, yeah. But um, they were in a lot. They were involved in a lawsuit, and it, it was later dismissed. So, uh, the next big thing on TV or on streaming is the Dahmer uh, miniseries on Netflix. Now, I will not watch that. Because I'm not interested in hearing about people being eaten, it's disgusting, it's wrong. And the more people watch it, I think the more it kind of piss off the family members of the victims. And they are reliving the pain that they lost of their loved ones because of Dahmer. I was watching um, something with Lil Boosie on it. And you know, we should not always listen to Boosie, but sometimes Boosie be saying real shit. <laughs> And Boosie said, stop streaming this because it's affecting the victims. I think he said either it was affecting the victims or you're not paying the victims. But either way, it's affecting the victims. And I totally agree. The victims are reliving the pain when they lost their loved ones because of Dahmer. But yet people are still going. Like Dahmer was streamed for millions, billions of hours. So, I get disappointed in the human race sometimes. It, it's weird. And then now that this Dahmer thing has resurfaced, because honestly, I want to say resurfaced because talking about Dahmer didn't really go anywhere, except they pushed it down a little bit. So, you know, more stories about Dahmer comes out. And then Life Jennings, you know, Mr. Must Be Nice, Mr. Never Never Land, all the nice songs he made back in like 2006, 2007. He comes out and he says, I sang Pretty Brown Eyes to Jeffrey Dahmer. Now this whole Dahmer craze is bizarre, but that was just the icing on his bizarre cake. Life Jenny should have kept that one to himself, honestly, because I can't imagine Mr. Raspy voice, hey, yo, you. I can't imagine him singing that to, to Jeffy Dahmer. So honestly, he could have held on to that for himself. Um, Life Jennings, the next serial killer. Because I know he, you know, you guys remember he did like 16 years in prison when he was young. 
And he came out and he just blew up to the, be this um, R&B singer and all that stuff. Yeah, great, whatever. But yeah, next time, if you have any connection to any famous serial killer or convicted felon, and you have a weird story, just hold on to it. Because this whole Dahmer craze is really bizarre to me. I won't watch it. I, I have no plans of watching it. And you guys turn parts of the movie into sounds on TikTok. It's just weird to me. So, yeah, no. Th- that He just added to the, the weirdness of <laughs> this whole craze. Um, Shout out to Carisha from the City Girls. She calls herself Black Oprah. And you know what? I'm not mad at that. You want to know why? Because she's working hard. She has her own show on Revolt called Carisha, Please. It's a really interesting watch. Uh, sometimes I do listen on Spotify. So y'all don't talk about Carisha. She is really working towards Oprah. And she's Oprah, Oprah-esque in her own way. Of course, she's still Carisha. But y'all let Carisha have something for herself, okay? We're all, we all can't be like Oprah. Because if we all be like Oprah, we'll all be boring. Like they say, we all can't be the same because life will be boring. So y'all leave Carisha alone. And I'm mad at y'all for not telling me about Dynasty on Netflix. Now, Dynasty originally came on the CW. I don't really watch primetime local TV like that, but Dynasty was a really good show. Um, It took me about a week to watch the whole series. It was five seasons, about 22 episodes per season. And um, when, when I first heard the word Dynasty, I thought about to the days when my mom was like my age, and they had the old dynasty in Denver and Diane Carroll and when every the whole family was white and all that stuff. But this dynasty is more mixed. Um, of course, you got like the black sister, half sister, and then you got the black friend. And then you got the gay uh, nephew of the first, the second wife and the nephew married the brother. And he became a part of family. So it was more modernized and luckily modernized to a point where I can understand and uh, it was it was a really really great show. Um, my next show to get into, I'm gonna try to get into Succession. I mean, I'm trying now, but it's like it's starting slow. So if you guys have any tips on like how to focus, or or you guys can like tell me, it, it starts off slow, but you just gotta you know, I'll try it. I'm I'm open to it. Um, Rihanna is performing at the Super Bowl. I honestly think this will be Rihanna's final performance ever. Um, She is putting out an album. This will probably be her final album ever. Had to take a sip of Gatorade. Let me explain why. It's very obvious, ladies and gentlemen. Rihanna is very busy with Fenty. Fenty makeup, Fenty lingerie, Fenty this, Fenty that. Now she's coming out with hair. Fenty is a powerhouse now. Music is not a powerhouse. Music is not a powerful house for anybody right now. Remember when back in the day, you buy a CD, you see all your favorite celebrities, rich as hell, right? Now we have streaming. Streaming does not make you rich. Therefore, yes, and Rihanna has lived both eras, like CD and streaming era. But now, (coughs) she's got to have a a certain income. And it's her passion. So yes, this will be her last performance. This will be her last album. And after that, the musical artist as Rihanna, we know it is done. Rihanna's going to step into her entrepreneur life. She's going to have her powerhouse. She's probably going to have another powerhouse. She's a girlfriend. She has her baby with ASAP Rocky. So I wouldn't be surprised if Rihanna said, this is it. This is it. Girl, I don't blame you. Raise your family. Have more kids. Do whatever you want because your money is truly in Fenty. I got some Fenty beauty makeup. It's amazing. Um, The lingerie is beautiful. Yes, y'all, I'm still looking for my Fenty jumpsuit. If anybody knows where I could find that jumpsuit, please let me know because I still 
want one. So, yeah, Rihanna's retiring, and that means we all get old. <laughs> um, more like a little bit more music news. Bone Thugs and Harmony is breaking up, but let me explain. So, Bone Thugs and Harmony is breaking up, which means we're gonna have four members over here. It's Busy Bone that's leaving the group. Um, I can't say why, even though I have an idea, but I don't want to put it out there. So after this final tour with Busy Bone, it will be Lazy, Crazy, Wish, and Flesh. Just like it was in the 90s when Busy was kicked out before. I, how would I, how is the music going to sound now? I assume it's, it's going to be okay. I mean, Busy had a unique tone for the music. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm so used to seeing all five, seeing all five together just makes me so happy. Like, I remember when that one album that came out in 2010, all five of them was there. They had just got flesh out of jail. That is the Bone Thugs and Harmony I had intended to see for the rest of my year well I can't say for the rest of my years because <laughs> I they're a lot older than me they're like the age of my brothers so yeah <laughs> so yeah but busy bone is leaving the group and then they're gonna continue on um as four just like they did in the, in the 90s um Larsa Pippen is in the news she's in the news because she's allegedly dating MJ's son and I'm a little weirded out, and it has nothing to do with the age gap. Well, I mean, it kind of does. So, as we know, Lars's ex-husband is Scottie Pippen. Michael Jordan's son is the son of Michael Jordan. I forgot his name. I think it was Jeffrey. He's the son of Michael Jordan. Um... <laughs> Didn't these people, like, hang out with each other? Didn't Larsa and Scotty ever, like, come over Michael Jordan's house? Because Scotty used to have a house in Highland Park. And Michael Jordan had a house in Highland Park. So, didn't they, like, not come over for, like, beers or something? And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Like, she hung, she was around him as a child and he grew up, but it's Larsa so it's like it's not surprising because she used to date that one NBA dude um but turns out he was married and all that stuff so we'll see how long this one will last uh, she's back in Miami she had just moved to Miami too because she used to live in LA but she's no longer friends with the Kardashians so let's see how long that one will last and lastly I want to talk about Nia Long's baby daddy Hold on, y'all. I had to take a lap for this one. So, let's piece it all together. Nia Long, right? Nia Long is Black Hollywood royalty, Big Mama's house, soul food, all that stuff. She's with uh, Ume Adoka. Please forgive me if I mispronounce the name. They moved to Boston. They lived in LA. They moved to Boston. That's because he works for the Celtics. It comes out that he cheated on her. Oh no. Oh no. He cheated. Oh no. Then it came out that she worked for the team. <sighs> and then... It came out that she was the wife of somebody who worked for the team. I wasn't sure if it was the owner or whatever. So then they found Nia out in LA and it came out that she's not leaving him. <sighs> okay. I'm not going to jump on this podcast and just reprimand Nia for making that decision. I have been in situations where a guy has done me dirty and I stayed. So I'm not perfect. All I'm gonna say for the situation is I commend, um, I commend Nia for how she's handling it because you guys have to understand she has a young son under the age of 13 if he's not already 13. So I'm I'm very proud of her of how she's handling the situation and 
Um, that situation happened a few weeks ago, so it it has quieted down. Um, so I'm sure they've worked out something in their household. Um, same with uh, Adam Levine and his wife. Uh, what's her name? Bahati? Bihati? Um, it came out that she, he was texting some model and she was pregnant. And I saw the text messages. They were kind of cringeworthy. Like, has this dude been not single for a long time? He forgot how to talk to women. Like, <laughs> it's weird. But I think the way they have to handle it is for the children. So I will say that. And ladies and gentlemen, that is another episode of Thompson and Stuff. I thank y'all so much for listening. I thank y'all so much for tuning in. I thank y'all so much for following me on uh, social media. I cannot wait for this new surprise to pop off. I'm looking to do it next week. So please look out for my um, social media. You can follow me on Instagram, A-Marie, son of Tom. Follow me on TikTok, Amanda Mar TS1. Follow me on um, Twitter, A-Son of T. Uh, if there's any other social media I'm missing, please let me know. And um, books are for sale on Amazon, AJ Townsend 101, um, The Meridian Dream. I am working on a sequel to The Meridian Dream. So be on the lookout for that. It's it's currently like scrap paper material. That means I'm working on like ideas. Um, meet Angela, uh, AJ Townsend. They're all on there. So take a look on uh, Amazon. I'm going to try. I'm trying to put the books on Apple Books, but that probably will not happen until next year. So I'm going to push the Amazon sales and then we'll do Apple Books next. But thank y'all so much for listening. You guys be safe out there. Hopefully I will talk to you guys before Thanksgiving, but therefore please be safe out there. Be careful. People are crazy now. The Kia boys are still out there. The pandemic is still loose. But I love you guys, and I thank you again for your support. Peace.